What's up, trolls? That's all I've got. Yeah. Kitty, kitty, can you do it? Ladies in Waiting. The Ladies in Waiting podcast brought to you by Store and Kitty. What's up, trolls? XOXO. Stay trolly. What's up, trolls? That lovely person who introduced herself is a special guest of ours. Hey, guys, it's me, Emma. <laughs> Emma, our intern, and me, Kitty. Cats? I'm a kitty cat. And I dance, 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 and I dance, dance, dance. And here with my co host. Hey, what's up, trolls? Um, thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we do not dis- d- discriminate. <laughs> Emma, I have a question for you. So on on the last episode that we recorded, I'm not entirely sure as in I don't remember what your intro song was, but if you could pick your intro song, aka I would like for you to pick your intro song because as our intern, hopefully you will be on many more episodes. Um, I mean, we have, I have many questions for you. I don't know about my co-hosts, but the listeners got to hear, sorry, I'm, uh, song yeah thank you so much for asking um so the last time I had an intro song um I wasn't very good at picking one and I landed on a song that will probably both be familiar and thematically appropriate um the Justin Timberlake can't how, how does it's the title can't can't stop the feeling from the trolls movie So thematically appropriate, just like you said. I've never heard of a more thematically appropriate song. I thought she was about to say landslide. (laughs) That's literally where I was. How come? How come? Landslide. (laughs) Wait, why did you think it was going to be landslide? I just thought that's where she was like going with it. I don't know. Because that was my last theme song. You said said something with an L. Oh, I don't think I did. That's where my mind is going. Anyways, landslide like could fit with our aesthetic, you know? It could. I mean, if we did the slow version of the recap song. (laughs) Anyways, everyone, we're so glad you're tuning in with us now. It is the end of 2022. Wild. Can we believe that it's been a whole nother year of living? (laughs) No. No. Another year, a whole nother year of waiting for Jesus to come back and still waiting. And still waiting. And I think we've said that the last two years. Um, We can't believe another year has gone by um, and that we're still waiting on him. Yeah, still waiting. And it is crazy how, as you continue to age, how much faster the time really goes. And honestly, (laughs) my favorite part of our last episode was when Kitty just hit us right in the heart like brought it home with her statement of just as you get older people get less fun like I think she said it like that harder um, to find, uh, it's harder people. to find fun people thank you and thank you I still stand by that and actually it's funny you're bringing this up sorry I thought so too. last night I was confronted by a listener for that statement and <laughs> in a virtual statement as it turns out well, how old was this person? 24? Uh, 
26. I mean, fine. But how did you respond? Here's why it was controversial. I think they interpreted that as I don't have fun people in my life. And I was saying, no, if you're in my life, I probably think you're fun. I'm saying it's hard at this point to make new friends who are fun. (laughs) Completely agree. Right. So just wanted to clarify that on air for everyone. Is that one of your uh, New Year's resolutions to make more friends? No, I don't know if we've ever like come on here on the record and said, but we don't need any more friends. (laughs) This is a conversation Star and I have every two or three months. And I don't think it's ever been brought up on the podcast. Talking about this on the podcast, but every two to three months, this circles around. <laughs> That's a hot take, and you heard it here first. So, Kitty's New Year's resolution does not have to do with making more friends, but in in the world of friends, maybe let's all uh, state a resolution that we may have in regards to friends. Emma? Emma actually has notes. She came prepared for this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. So first of all, number one on her list is make less friends. It's actually, it's inspired by um, Kitty's um, Kitty's resolution. I mean. To also make less friends. <laughs> and I mean, that is the number one on my list. It's just actually mine says make no more friends. Oh, that's good. So retain. Friends. Oh, just maintain. Right. <laughs> maintain and retain So 2023 is not a year of growth, but rather of maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) Like we need to rebrand the new year, you know, because it's funny. The new year happens. You you have to make all these resolutions and make all these changes. But but why can't we just remain tried and true? (laughs) Like we're not wanting to be complacent. That is not what we're saying at all. We want to be content and maintain and have maintenance to this. Um, I mean, jumping back to Emma's number one, I just, I, I'm just so grateful that we found Emma in, uh, and that she is our intern because if, if her number one said anything else, I mean, we could shut this thing down. Yeah, we'd <laughs> probably have to find it, go a different route. That's way nicer <laughs> than my resolution. So thanks for that, Star. What is your resolution? Um, one of my resolutions this year is actually to spend less money on Onyx. Um, mm-hmm. I feel that I am giving them about as much as my monthly rent at this point, which is probably not That's accurate. <laughs> is I mean, but maybe a, maybe similar. It's expensive. I'm spending too much money at Onyx. So um, would you say that hefty was one of your 2022 words? Actually, it's one of my um, spirit animals. <laughs> Okay. Kitty, uh, what's your spirit animal for 2023? So, you know what? I, uh, I've never really had a favorite animal or a spirit animal. You've said this before. Yes. Until 2020, (laughs) until 2017, when I became a flamingo girl. And actually that was referenced at Christmas. My sister gave me a flamingo blanket. Oh, wow. And I just like was really humbled by that because I was like I don't think I actually really like flamingos anymore <laughs> but you did but I did that, and that was thoughtful it was very thoughtful yeah star you have a question about the flamingo blanket was this a live action flamingo on this fleece plush blanket or was this uh animated uh drawing or cartoon yeah 
It's hard to say. I would show, but it's hard Nana, to say. Nana, is it illustrated or is Nana, it a Nana has to. Nope, Nana. nope. Live action. Live action. Is it a no. video of a moving flamingo? <laughs> Nana has to mail the blanket to me. It was left in California. Oh, so, it was that big. It's a big I brought a carry on home. <laughs> you didn't want to carry that. Like, I mean, you could have worn it as a shawl. Point. Right. So Nana mailed it. <laughs> so it's illustrated. <laughs> I think it was. But th- again, I opened it Christmas morning and then I haven't looked at it since because I left it there. And so I'll send a picture, update everyone when it's back. But it was very thoughtful and it was very sweet. But it just made me start to ponder my spirit animal. And you know what? As I thought about it more, I actually did have to explain Kitty to my whole extended family because they were not aware that Kitty has crept into my professional life um, a lot more than expected. And what did your family call you? Or what does your family call you? My family calls me KK. That's right. KK, because when I was born, my sister could not say my name. And she said KK. And they just ran with that my whole life. Justice for younger siblings. They really are rebranding all older siblings, younger siblings. Older siblings. They, I mean, my sister branded me for life. Yeah. I don't I don't know how I'm supposed to respond to that as an eldest sibling. You and Emma both are really? eldest. I also don't. I was the rebrander. I did not get rebranded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys are really the pig setters. Some would say. I didn't get that award. I didn't get any award, so... So anyways, all this to say, circling very far around, uh, thought a lot about the nickname Kitty. um, And really, 2023, I guess, will be my cat era. (laughs) And what does that look like for you, Kitty? Yeah, what is that going to look like? Like nothing that my current life doesn't look like. What a backwards sentence. (laughs) (laughs) So it's going to look the same? Exactly the same. But instead of flamingos, I'll be a cat. Okay, okay. Maintenance here. Maintenance here. So we're just blending all things together. I mean, how do cats keep maintenance? I don't, you know, I've never had a cat. I I don't desire a cat. Like, I don't actually really like cats. So it's going to be an interesting year for you. (laughs) It's going to look nothing like it doesn't already. Sarah, what would you say your spirit animal is going to be? Oh, for 2023? Mm -hmm. Um, That's such a great question. Honestly, recently I've just been pondering the fact that this year is the 30th anniversary of Beauty and the Beast, um, which is... And your life. Wow. Um, I mean, this is, I believe, the Broadway Beauty and the Beast um because I'm pretty sure that the Beauty and the Beast movie came out in 91 um yes and you were born in 93 three and so I think it's really wild to be here uh knowing never thinking that 2023 was the year I was turning 30 but um this is not answering your question whatsoever um because I don't I don't know what my spirit animal is going to look like here in 2023. I would assume it was something of tropical nature, um, but that's all I know. 
Are you alluding to something with that tropical statement? The tropical statement? Um, I'm alluding to the fact that the best type of Skittles are the blue package. Huh. Nice. Do you like Skittles? <laughs> Only those ones. Are Skittles part of your resolutions this year? Um, I mean, Skittles, I suppose. I mean, I I haven't completed the acronym, like the acrostic poem, uh, with Skittles, um, but I have thought about it. I, Interesting. Okay. That's fine. Okay. That's, <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> what was that? Much to think about. Yes. I mean, I- nothing... How did she say that? Nothing about my life is going, (laughs) nothing isn't going to change. I don't know how you said it. You're just maintaining your year other than you're turning 30. Yes, exactly. Okay, so honestly, honestly, wait, 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 wait. I I keep coming in my head, just like keep coming to a bird and Skittles was a bird. Skittles. And so honestly, that's what I allude to. Yes. Right. And so that's where I was going to. And I mean, the year of 2023 has a lot of airplanes in sight. And so that's also where the bird metaphor imagery is coming from. I've never thought a bird was my spirit animal whatsoever. Obviously not a flamingo as they don't fly very far, but I'm going to need to look up the types of birds that can fly long distances. Okay. So you'll have to circle back with us. I guess so. Yeah. Well, so on this note, I was just thinking, I would love to hear from both of you, actually. What, as you're looking ahead to this new year, what are you leaving behind? (laughs) What are you leaving in 2022? (laughs) I mean, you have me in a very pensive state currently. um, As I... I, You and Emma both. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I want this answer to be as truthfully and trolly as possible (laughs) so it's so hard to find that line between trolly and truthful um is our podcast satire (laughs) honestly because people are expecting lots of different things and just like don't really get it (laughs) so you're leaving fake fans behind in 2022 yeah and honestly like good riddance I feel like we've had that mantra or that at least that vibe since the start though. For sure. Emma, what are you leaving behind? That's a great question. I think I am leaving the past behind. And by that, I obviously mean nothing will look different than it already currently does. Mm-hmm. The past um, can stay in the past. I understand. No looking back. No. Um, what's, what's the phrase? It distracts from the now. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to avoid that this year. Mm-hmm. So, the distractions from the now, yeah. It's all about mm. like eyes forward, no looking. Mm. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Past is in mm. the past. Mm-hmm. Something else mm-hmm. I said on Frozen. Mm-hmm. Another classic. I mean, recently I have been watching Frozen Junior, the musical on YouTube, so I understand. Are you doing that show? I hope so. Oh, and which role will you be playing? Star? Oh, no, 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 no. I will be directing seventh and eighth graders in Frozen, the musical, I hope. But after uh, Willy Wonka, the musical, I'm not sure if Frozen is the right direction. 
as it is another very technically advanced <laughs> musical. <laughs> um, you guys seen the clip from, I think it was from the Broadway production with the quick change that just doesn't happen. And uh-huh. it's kind of a mess. And then she's she's singing and she's turning and then she's like trying to, it, it's a wreck. And the lights yeah. just can't because the stage manager did not know what they were doing when they made that call. No, they said like you for a go and had no earthly idea what was happening out there. Um, but I will say, I don't think that was in the United States, but I don't, you might have to fact check me. I won't. I just don't know if that was the Broadway. I don't know if the Broadway, whatever. Broadway would literally close, can't end the show right there, then carry on. Yeah. Broadway will not do something half. When I went to my first Broadway show of Mary Poppins, uh, they just stopped it at the intermission because the set broke. I'm so sorry to hear that because honestly, that was one of my favorite Broadway tours I've ever seen. Yeah, we only saw the first half, but it actually was okay because they just gave us tickets to see any other new show we wanted to see. On your New Year's resolutions this year? Any goals? Well, Star will be um, attending Broadway in 2023. I'm so sorry. My my AirPods connected to my phone as I was trying to watch this Let It Go dress fail, and now I am deep in finding out where this occurred. Oh. So what were you guys talking about? Um, You're going to Broadway in 2023? All right, so I have figured this out. The um, Frozen fail was at the Hyperion Theater located in Disney California Adventure. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, it makes way more sense. It does, but I just needed to fact check that because I have seen the fail before and it is really tough to watch and very painful. So you're talking about the Broadway. Yes, I'm going. You're going to Broadway? I personally will be sitting in a seat at some Broadway performances. I don't know if I will touch any of those stages per se, but who knows what Big O has in store. Now, is that um, something that you can talk about now or are you kind of keeping that on the DL as to which uh, productions you will be seeing? Oh, I'm going to keep the production productions that I will be seeing on the DL. Um, okay. I will I will be attending um, or at going on this trip with many high schoolers so curious of how they are going to take New York City in as many of them have never been there before Kitty are you looking at your resolution list yeah yes (laughs) I thought it was literally blank (laughs) oh are those are those the things that we need to talk about it says podcast and the only thing on it is Willy Wonka (laughs) so I mean the, the listeners don't know about the Willy Wonka. Well, I just think it's funny. Emma can attest to this, but I, over this break, have <laughs> just been making notes to myself, which I, I do that often, but like very much so. Like I was really trying to not work over break. And so any thought I had about work, I just started writing in a note. <laughs> so it would go well? Go back. Yeah, there's like three things on there. Um, but then I also had about the podcast and I wrote podcast and all that's on here is Willy Wonka. So start, we kind of just alluded to Willy Wonka, but I would love to circle back on that. And just, I know that the listeners um, heard a lot about this show, Willy Wonka, and would love to hear from your end more about that one. Well, here, here's the thing is when I, when I listened back to the episode, I actually talked a lot about it and talked about my, the costumes in my house. But I don't think the listeners know that you made an appearance 
at Willy Wonka Jr. the musical. And so, <laughs> so I think they need to hear who won the show for you, who lost the show for you. And <laughs> honestly, the song that can't get out of your head. That's actually my favorite thing about, um, if I can just interject here, Star, is um, your middle school productions. Was it middle school or high school? Oh, middle school. This, oh, this was middle school. Your middle school productions. That's my favorite part about like theater is just that it is by nature. That, that there are those who can win and lose the show. <laughs> Um, and that being said, Kitty, go Thank for it. you. Thank you. Yes, I mean, it was wonderful and magical and took me to another world of Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, that's for sure. And I would say there's a lot of key players in that that just made it. I mean, there was no one I was disappointed in because each had something to contribute to the show. And I, I mean, I either laughed or I laughed harder um, on every character. And so highlights for sure. Um, Augustus Gloop, <laughs> one of the trolliest kids I've ever seen on stage. Um, Here, let me show Emma a photo of Augustus. Um, I mean, keep going. I just, she just needs to see him. Um, so this is him next to an Oompa Loompa. This is honestly the only photo that I have. Yeah, he looks like a troll. Mm-hmm. And nothing is funnier than middle schoolers, like, who are just, I know they're so insecure and going through such an awkward time and trying to find themselves and their identity and then seeing them like on stage trying to perform. I mean, nothing should fire you up more than that, you know? Um, And I stand behind that. Um, But other fun, there's so many fun parts about that. I think the show itself was obviously well done. I'm not just saying that because I know the director, but um, it was fun to see the creative elements of making mm-hmm. the chocolate factory into a middle school production. And I felt like I was there, transported back to the um, chocolate. You know, they made the chocolate Stop river. Right they oh, had wow. a boat. They even made the scene where they burped the bubbles. Mm. There's bubbles. No way. Um, yes. Lots of it sounds like a very high production value. Very high production value. Too high. Um, too high. A lot went into it. Um, Critics have even said too high. <laughs> <laughs> overall, so overall, ten out of ten experience. That's for sure. I so, love that. Thank you for letting me be a part of it. Uh, it is my pleasure. Honestly, it was such a surprise that Kitty arrived. You work at Chick Fil A. Uh, sometimes as you were saying it was such a surprise that kitty and another one of our friends arrived at the church and that's where we were doing the production just on a saturday at 12 noon um was welcoming everybody in i felt like i was welcoming them to church but the thing is emma made a face and the thing is when we perform at a church as she may know church is on sundays and so when everything needs to get reset Um, we are not allowed to do performances on Saturday night. And so that is why we do 12 noon shows on Saturday. A matinee, if you will. A matinee. I mean, I've pushed it because my first year they were doing them at 10 a.m. And I said, I'm not inviting my friends to a 10 a.m. showing of Into the Woods. So, and that is your right. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So the Willy Wonka kids had a blast. It was I really wish that I hadn't had to be the lighting designer of the show and I could have sat with my friends and family that attended the show because I was just watching my friends and family watch the show 
while I press the buttons at the incorrect times. So that's pretty much how it went. Um, but it was quite silly and the production value was too high. And those sweet kids didn't just get to sing and dance. They had to do all the different things of the boat and the chocolate river and the bubbles. And so they but had showbiz. It is. And, but that's, this was supposed to be an intro into showbiz and it was showbiz. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they just got the full experience they did and i mean honestly i'm looking at doing charlie brown elf or frozen next fall oh. and um i mean emma and i did get to uh witness charlie brown and i think that would be a pretty nice easy middle school musical i say I, I, easy production value is low requirements yes but i will say that the vocal uh, requirements are pretty high and I don't know if my kids could carry that show with that being said they for sure couldn't carry Frozen so and you know what Charlie Brown might be an easier choice for you and yeah that's probably how it's gonna need to go um and I think that's wise but but I think the reason I was st- stepping away from Charlie Brown is I don't have many boys so I have lots of girls that could be frozen. I don't really have a guy to be Elf. I don't really have a guy to be Charlie Brown. So if you have any other suggestions of musicals you've seen, please let me know. Um, I or wish it was culturally appropriate to do The Sound of Music, but what? Or just send some middle school boys your way. Yes. Um, or Star, here's a thought. Have you um, seen the recently somewhat controversial um production of Hamilton that has been produced at a church (laughs) because I think that sounds like a perfect fit for your company my company could could never so there's that I'm just all of the eighth grade boys were all of the leads in this musical and I think I have like four left and I don't even know what rising seventh graders I have coming but we are going to have lots of conversations this spring in theater class I do have a bunch of rising eighth grade boys that have said that they would like to be in it which is honestly shocking um as they are the cool kids at school and now they're all like I'll do it if he does it and if he does it I'll do it and I was like great so how am I going to bribe them Utilize that middle school peer pressure for good. That sounds like yes. they actually do want to do it. They just don't want to be caught saying they want to do it. Exactly. Cool. You might be the cool kid now, Star. You're attracting, you You might, are going to be popular. I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, this is quite the 180 from 2005 middle school star, but... Well, we can just leave it at that. Um, so thank you. Comeback. What was that? We love a comeback. <laughs> we do. We do. Um, were there any other thoughts? Did you say who lost the show for you, Kitty? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Was that pretty emotional for you to think about? That was a hard one. I don't think anyone lost it for me. Gosh, the preteen era is so funny to me. And I don't think we talk about that enough. But my cousins are just turned 13 as well. And the age itself, I mean, you just have to laugh because you remember how confused you were. Even when you pretended like you had it all together, they are just half children still that ask 
for toys and squishmallows for Christmas, but then half of them want to be serious and they're mad that they're still sitting at the kids' table. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a 25-year-old who was still sitting at the kids' table, (laughs) I just find it funny. (laughs) Did you receive a squishmallow for Christmas? No. Did you purchase any squishmallows for people? Uh, Not technically, no. Emma, were you at the kids' table? Um, so we only usually have Christmas with my immediate family. So every table is the kids table. I, understand. Um, I guess both yes and no. <laughs> Were you at the kids table? Uh, I'm in the same boat as Emma. We yes and no. Well, considering my like 37 year old second cousin was still at the kids table. I think it was more a generational table. It was like the older generation and then anyone who was like somewhat younger that's like a hot take it was such a hot take it was such a hot take I mean it was like all of the older generation and then like our parents and then it was like the cousins Mm -hmm. who ranged from 37 to like 27 to 25 to 30 so maybe the organization was actually people who know how to operate an iphone and people who don't (laughs) I'm just throwing that that out there that is also a great hot take right there. That maybe is how I'm going to organize Christmas next year. Should we have any <laughs> additional family join us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something to ponder. Just mm-hmm. a thought. Emma, I know all of the listeners are dying to hear from you. We got to hear Kitty's point of view of your big race. But we wanted to hear it from you. We've gotten many DMs asking how you're doing, how you're faring, but we just wanted to hear it from you. Well, thanks for asking, Star. Um, it was such a fun race. I had just so many supporters. It was crazy how many thousands of people came out, obviously, <laughs> to see me. <laughs> Truly. It was actually nuts. Um, I saw some really funny signs along the way. Um, I was, I, I had some, some strong supporters right in the home stretch, some of which may have crossed some lines in, um, in cheering me on. I, I, it probably wouldn't be appropriate to go into that necessarily, but it was a highlight for me personally. I am recovering well. I have, I do have a question. Was security involved in those crossings of lines? You know, at that point I was already running. So I said, might as well just run away um no security felt necessary I personally wasn't upset or offended although I can't um account for all of those around me if they felt uncomfortable uh, so it was quite a show let me just tell you the serotonin spiked at that point because I said this is just insane I can't believe this is happening in real life live in color and it was so do you ever think about how sometimes like life is a movie like not all the time, but like sometimes your life really is a movie, and you running that marathon like was a movie. Oh, it was a it was like a right before the credits scene for me personally. <laughs> it was nuts. And then I finished the race, and I never I've never done a race before, so I didn't know this. But you like basically cross the finish line, and like everyone there's like a walk off area, so everyone like kind of stops running, and you're like cooling off or cooling down or whatever. And people just start handing you things. And so, like, someone was like, here's your finisher medal and here's a T-shirt. And then there are people that are like, we have breakfast tacos over here. Here is a box of water. Here is a bag to hold all the things that we're handing you. And I very foolishly said, I don't need a bag. That's so dumb. I did need a bag. In fact, there were people handing out adult beverages. There were snacks of every variety. 
um, people just started throwing things at me. And I got quite a haul from the post-race carnival. I didn't know carnivals were involved. Well, you'd you'd be surprised. You've never run a marathon, so. I've never run. Your resolution, (laughs) which is run a race with Star and Kitty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really looking forward to getting that one checked off. Little do you know is that Star and I really did try to look into running the marathon. Which is the only reason, actually, that I ended up signing up for this race. Not the only reason, but a primary reason is because it was pitched to me. We should all run the marathon <laughs> together. And I said, that's hilarious. I will need a race under my belt before I do that. And then I trained for Dallas. So she's one of the few who actually made it happen. I didn't attempt. So you did it. I do remember all summer you being like, I'm like gonna start running. Like this is when I like train and you just like never ran. Because I realized one, I was working from seven to four every day. And then I went into rehearsal for five hours every night. I'll do it. I love we don't talk about this enough. I love when somebody's like making their point and they're like, one, or they're like, first of all, and they like literally point it out. I just noticed so many people do that and I think it's awesome. I want to talk about I want to talk about moments of 2022 that were a movie. I love that. I can't wait to see it after this break. So um, that honestly felt like a movie to kick off um, our the things in 2022 that felt like a movie. Anyone else ready to go? Can you take it away? Yeah, I uh, shouted this one out on Be Real, but I, my life felt like a movie uh, when I was trying to go visit family for Christmas and a man had to be kicked off the plane. Um, I've never experienced something like that in my life. And it feels like those things just like happen in the movies, but it really happened in real life. Um, unfortunately, I was so far in the back that I didn't hear like all the rustlings of what went on to get mm. to the point of escalation to get the man kicked off the airplane. It's like you missed like half the movie. Yeah. So I was like, I, I fell asleep during half the movie, I guess, you know, I didn't actually fall, fall asleep. It just like. I was in conversations with the couple next to me about how they've never seen snow before, you know, so we were talking about bigger purpose things. Um, So unfortunately, I don't have a great story of what to tell everyone about how it got to that point. But I mean, I will say the most comical part about it was when the police stormed on the airplane to remove the man and (laughs) the guy that was sitting in the aisle seat next to me, I was in the window and he was in the aisle unbuckled his seatbelt and he was ready to take action just in case he also needed to perform any duties and that is what killed me but I've also never felt so safe knowing that he would take care of it before it ever got to me if it got to that point you know (laughs) and and how many hours were you on this plane oh I mean it Let's let's try seven. and figure it out. So I got on the airplane around 11 a.m. I've been telling people five hours was how and long you were on the plane. We didn't end up even taking off until 3.45. And then how long was the flight? The flight was three hours and 20 minutes. So you were on this flight about the same amount as the average American workday. I mean, I could have gone to Europe in that time that I Almost. sat Texas um, way tarmac tarmac wow so that's brutal 
so that was comical but you know what that was a movie for sure but at least it wasn't southwest so that's all i have to say about that (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. star do you have any moments that felt like a movie well i did share one so i'd love for emma to go (laughs) i think i saw emma already shared so i'll own that one emma do you have any moments to share besides the marathon I felt like I was just about to see a spit take, honestly. So, (laughs) I, one of my favorite movie moments this year, um, actually was you were there. You'll love this. Um, oh, I've got another. Oh man, I just so many ideas are coming in. Well, I think I think everyone can share a few. Yeah, Yeah. you're not chained to one. (laughs) Thanks, Star. Um, you guys are so gracious. Um, one of my (laughs) movie moments was this summer. It was in um, Northwest Arkansas, which is my home. And I had a very special guest staying with me. Who? Kitty. (laughs) And Kitty was going to work, which I feel, I feel that we, (laughs) did you just intentionally dig? My work, yes. Headed off to work. Um, But she was staying at my place of residence. (laughs) And so... um, it was really funny when I she got picked up for work <laughs> by her coworker, her spiritual overseer, who um, <laughs> who pulled up, and I felt like I was sending Kitty off to her first day of school. And I do have a photo that Star I'll send you later. It's a pretty good photo. It looks like a first day of school photo. Yeah, like I mean, I have my backpack on. I have a banana in it, a uh, to-go cup of coffee. Right, just like I always took to school. And my ride was there. <laughs> so. I mean, that, I, I've had an ex- a very, very similar experience as I've had this role job before. And being, <laughs> can I see it? Yeah, I'm going to send oh, it to you so you can okay. switch <laughs> But I mean, that. being picked up as a grown adult. <laughs> So <laughs> literally, I'm going to work, <laughs> and that is my OOTD. <laughs> my other, um, one of my other favorite movie moments from this year is just to keep things all balanced. When Fair Star was actually there, and um, it was a tense moment because we were seeing a production of Charlie Brown. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. It was approximately 14 degrees inside the theater, and. Um, so already things are a little high stakes and we we were socializing during intermission and the lights just went down faster than we were <laughs> expecting and Star unfortunately had to race for time to make it across the front of the theater in front of the stage um, as the lights were coming up for the start of Act 2 and then climb over some people <laughs> to get back to her seat. And the whole time I just thought, I have no idea how this movie's going to end um so it was a little it was a little tense and and I will say we were not expecting the ending that we did see at your right. good man Charlie Brown um I mean it was the most triumphant sure we <laughs> ending Kitty I don't know if you ever saw that content but I don't there, think I did. I'm, I'll have Emma pull up that content for you um, I or I don't remember it was a great moment where um, they just had a higher production value than we were expecting. And oh, it okay. really threw uh, Star for a loop. I, mean, I was also impressed. 
but it, it threw Star for a loop audibly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of fun, actually. I, maybe I didn't send it to you. That's kind of a bummer. I must just have it in my in my videos because I think I was was I videoing or were you? I think I was. I think I was videoing. So I actually am curious if I have it. You must have it because I don't have it, which is a bummer. Oh, here it is. It was a You're a good man, Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown. You're the kind of reminder we need. You have humility in the sense of honor. That is very, very indeed. Yes, sir. You're a good man. We have it. Are you ready? Oh, okay. We have the content. Here's my reaction. Oh, that's cute. It is. Oh, yeah. Starter's ponying. You've got to do this one. So one thing that you'll note, Kitty, in the video is not even just the audible um, sound bite. Oh my. But you'll note that they actually are shooting the confetti at the kids. I know. I, that's <laughs> I don't know. Cool. And then we learned that that was an accident. It was not yeah, supposed like, to do that. Shouldn't it come out to the audience? Yes. That's a great movie moment, honestly. Great. I'm, I'm going through my photos to try to find some more movie moments. And honestly, all of this past spring, I was in social work school. And I think that's a movie in and of itself. Um, wow, was that really this year? Yeah. And like, as we're going back here, I am just shook by everything that has happened. Oh, here's another. This was another moment for sure. This was a coming of age movie moment. I don't think Star has ever seen that content before. Star, you're going to love this content I'm about to send you. Um, it, It's as if Kitty is starring, no pun intended, in a coming-of-age uh, film about finding your independence or something. <laughs> hey, another movie moment of mine, uh, July 7th, 7.01 a.m., is getting out of the car, getting dropped off for work once again, and hit myself in the face with a door and just started bawling. <laughs> Which is understandable. So completely understandable. Okay, I need to watch this content. Another coming of age moment. Yeah, that was a coming of age moment. That is such a great coming of age clip. Oh, um, yeah. Another moment for me this year was when our dear friend, who does not go by Margaret, um, was in your bedroom. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this was a year of surprises, wasn't it? It was, I, and I'm not easily surprised, is the thing. Like, I, I don't say that to be like, I feel like that sounds kind of like snobby. Like, I'm not easily surprised. I'm pretty suspicious in general. Yeah, like, people recently were like, do you like surprises? And I was like, I don't think I've ever been surprised. I'm not frequently surprised. I typically am either the surpriser or I just figure it out along the way. And I pretend to be right. surprised. But I'm, right. like, genuinely surprised. And I got bamboozled this time. You were bamboozled. So that was a fun, a fun moment. I don't know what part of the movie that was, but I liked it. I've just had a lot of also moments of wonder this year, I would mm -hmm. say. And one of which was um, somebody who we haven't ever really talked about on this podcast. Um, and I and a random group of people went to the one and only Silver Dollar City, which mm -hmm. I think we've all been to before. But this particular it. person, I 
felt like it was an out of body experience, right? Roller coaster with them because they cry and laugh and scream all at the same time. Was it somebody that we all three know? Yeah, we all know her. Um, Love. And I mean, I couldn't stop crying watching them ride the roller coaster as well. <laughs> that was a moment of wonder for you. Yeah, that was like a moment of awe, <laughs> I would say. Are all, would you say awe and wonder are different moments? Yes. Or do you think they are often intertwined? <laughs> I think they can be intertwined, but I think that they are different True. in and of itself. Like wonder is more like, wow, how is this possible? Awe is like you were just sitting back and like, wow. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, why I don't good, know. Those are good definitions. Yeah. And like that moment too, like riding that roller coaster with that person or multiple times, actually, I genuinely was left speechless. And if you know me, like that's not often like the case, (laughs) like I can kind of come up with a comeback or say something, but truly in that moment, I was speechless. I like did not know how to react in that. But sorry, we Emma and I here have named off so many. I mean, True. so many. Lots of moments. Um, but do you have any more? <laughs> um, I have also been going back through my camera roll and have been coming across many uh many moments. And I just, I, I got to perform a lot in 2022 on and off the stage. And <laughs> I, I am coming across lots of different clips. And as we are even sitting here, the, a group message from Descendants, the musical has been blowing up today. Um, and I'm in a creative process discussion with myself about doing a Descendants number for a journey through Broadway. <laughs> Oh, sure. I love that. Um, Because I think I'll have sixth grade girls (laughs) and I think it would be hilarious. Um, But I mean, I I would say one of the top movie moments of my year, I'm sorry to say, doesn't involve either of you. Um, That's okay. But has to do with the um, NCAA national champions of basketball. Um, I, I did get to witness in Allen Fieldhouse. Obviously I didn't get to go to Houston and honestly, that's the biggest L of not Houston, New Orleans. And that is the biggest L of 2022 that I was not able to go watch Kansas Jayhawks win the national championship. But that moment was a movie for sure. When I watched back the FaceTime recording with, um, one of our friends, um, who does not whose first name is not Margaret, I mean. And it is pretty wild to think back on. Um, I don't know if you guys ever saw this photo. I don't think I've ever sent it to anyone, but one of my students made it. <laughs> is that a widow's <laughs> Yes, yes, because that's the evil queen. <laughs> and that's when I was cast as the evil queen. <laughs> Do you remember in science class, in like high school or middle school when they would talk about widow's peak being like the dominant or the recessive gene and everybody would go around and be like do you have a widow's peak and the people would like shame you if you had one yeah um what i remember from science class is the dominant recessive genes and they talked about crooked 
I sort of have one, but um, they talked about crooked fingers and I had to stand <laughs> up in front of the whole class and show everyone my pinkies. Well, I have a mutation on my hands. Huh. Um, if you look on the lines on huh. your hands, you should have like two curved lines and one hand of mine, it goes all the way across. And Miss Owen in eighth grade, shout out, um, made me stand up in front of the class and show everyone how mutated I was. Did she use those words? Yeah, she kept calling it a mutation. Miss <laughs> Owen! <laughs> I truly, that was like the turning point of I wasn't into science. Um, So a clip that I kept coming across on, I'm so sorry, I completely just went over this. Um, I'm going <laughs> to... I want I wanted to put this clip in the recap so bad and I just couldn't. Um, but here, I don't know if you can see it. This is when we FaceTimed Kitty during the Justin Bieber concert. <laughs> oh, best night ever. Legendary. And I keep coming across it because I wanted it to be in the in the year in review, obviously, and absolutely not. Probably not. Well, I would, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I mean, um, that was so I like, well, and I knew they were at the concert, so I knew I had to answer. And we were dead. Bad timing, I guess. You know, that actually happened to me later in the year when our friend Margaret was at um, Jake Scott. And I remember thinking to myself, this is so random. I wonder what she wants. And I answered the FaceTime call, and she was just at Jake Scott um which was a sweet moment for me and it was because she was playing he was playing texas girl which is admittedly one of my favorite songs and i've never listened to the whole thing texas girl it's because she's from texas it is i think i listened to 15 seconds and turned it off i've never listened to the whole thing i am you kind of have some beef with texas though so i know hmm um any other resolutions or things to uh wrap up the episode girls because i think the last 20 minutes has just been us chatting um which is gonna be on the episode (laughs) our podcast if it's one thing it is authentic (laughs) i love how passive aggressive the word authentic has become like when someone's like trying to just like describe you and they're like oh she's authentic to herself it's like but you know what's even more, and like, what, what was it? What did you say it was passive aggressive? I think what's become more passive aggressive is the word intentional. And I personally love that that has become a passive aggressive word because then you have to come up with something better to say than intentional. That's so fair. Like, she's so intentional. I feel like that came up it's a lot like- in my pledge class. People were always like, this girl is so intentional. And I was always like, great. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? She just like wants to hang out with me and she like always initiates. It's like, okay, so she's an initiator. So she's an activator is what you're saying. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just, I, I love that we've thrown out the word intentional as a society. So we just talked about our moments in 2022 that literally are from movies because our life is a movie. If we were a movie, I'd be the star. Um, but... If we could just um, wrap up here, here in our non- I think I would be, if I if I would be the the like best friend character. Interesting. 
Don't okay. you think? No, I this would for sure be like so the wing good. woman or the personal assistant. So does that make Star the main character? Yes. Do you feel that Star has main character energy? Yes. Okay, perfect. Because... I just think in a relationship, you would be more the main character than me. No, but it's not like you're the main character in the friendship. It's equal. But if our life was a movie. Okay. No, that makes sense. That totally makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like it's not that you're the alpha. No, no, no. And I haven't felt like the alpha. In other friendships, I will say I am not the alpha. See, you're the alpha if you were, if it's more of the discipleship relationship. You're shepherding. <laughs> sure. Sure. So let's use the word alpha into discipleship and see how that goes theologically. Um, it's an interesting thought. But to answer your question that I don't remember you asking, Star, um, I think Kitty would be the cat in the movie. <laughs> Truly, um, all puns aside, it just it feels like it makes sense. I don't think you would be the dog. <laughs> it's been real. <laughs> Send us your resolutions, trolls. Uh, we want to hear a merch is still for sale and happy 2023. Happy New Year. <laughs> new Year, new us. New Year, same us is actually new what year, we say. Near you, near you, new year. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a stroke again. <laughs> We're leaving those in 2022. Maintenance year. Maintenance year. All for it. Would love for you guys to follow us on Instagram and engage with our polls that we'll be asking of what is your New Year's resolution? What are you leaving behind in 2022? And if you were a movie, would you, what character would you be? Emma, thank wow. you for being here with us. Thanks for having me. Um, thank you so much for coming. My line's better. It was improv. Next time I will improv more spontaneously. Mm-hmm. We're less spontaneously. Or maybe I'll just maintain the same amount of spontaneity. I'll get mm-hmm. back to you guys. We're going to need to do a snake draft here in 2023. I know there's another potential guest that would love to be on. And I think that we could have a snake draft with four people. Oh, I think we for sure could. I don't know who you're referring to, but I would love that. Mm -hmm. Emma, do you have any ideas of what our snake draft should be? Is it your sister? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I'm so in. That's a great idea. Wait, yeah, what should we do? We got to think of a good one. It should be something like really trolly, like about the Super Bowl or something <laughs> that we like don't know that much about. That's actually a great idea. Yeah, ranking okay NFL uniforms, having no idea any anything to do about the teams, <laughs> just based on appearance. Yes, <laughs> and like colors. Ranking NFL teams just based off of the uniforms, just based off of where we think where they think they're like rated. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like what? Oh, how yeah. good they and are. Why. Like why. and why? Obviously, it's like a fantasy football, but like it. It's more like um, it's just a fantasy, really. Because we don't know anything about football. It's just perception, perception football, if you will. <laughs> a perception football league. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. That's what I'm waiting on. That's what I'm bringing into 2023. You're waiting on the Suter Snake Draft. I mean, I'm waiting on. So. perception and I'm still waiting <laughs> and I'm still waiting 
It's been real. It's been fun. And we're still waiting. XOXO. Stay trolly. But time made you